Wow, hi, uh, how is everyone? I hope that we're feeling healthy and safe and good and all of the positive things. Um, it's been a little while. I originally was going to do something different for um, this podcast this week, but um, the subject I wanted to tackle... I feel like I have to break into two parts and I'm traveling at the moment and not really uh, around all of the like notes and things I jotted down for it and instead um, I had some space to kind of think and meditate on some ideas and um, something that kind of popped up into my head just like a phrase out of nowhere um, was show up to the conversation with something to say. Um, and what that kind of sparked for me was a memory of like, actually too many times, too many memories of, uh, sitting in a lecture or a classroom, um, during, you know, during somebody talking and a teacher talking, however, and you know they ask the class oh do you have any questions about this or do you have anything to say about the subject we're talking about and most of the time I'd either be too shy too self-conscious or just feeling kind of apathetic to actually speak up about what I felt about whatever it was and a lot of times you know (laughs) if you're anything like me, procrastinate and had just read whatever it is before class. So of course it's like really fresh in your mind what you're going to say. Um, but I wouldn't say it. I would just sit there and let other people talk. And inevitably I would hear somebody else talk about the exact thing that was on my mind. And usually the way they said it was much less, uh, concise or less thought out than like what I would have said. And, it ended up um, kind of like directing the conversation in a way that away from what I would have actually wanted to talk about had I spoken up. And um, I always kind of was left sitting there with a the feeling of like, wow, I really should have said something and feeling kind of disappointed and like I didn't get everything out of um, what I had learned because I wasn't able to discuss what I learned because I chose not to speak up. Um, so it kind of gets me thinking, like, you know, if you show up to the conversation, but never elect to speak, someone will speak for you. Um, and they will probably say things in a way that directs the conversation, you know, uh, away from what matters to you. And like, why, why is that inevitably going to happen? Because no one's a mind reader. Uh, how could anyone possibly know what's in your head? Um, and what you have to say, even if you don't think it has meaning, has value, if it's valuable to you, if it's coming from your truth. Um, and we hear the word truth bandied about quite a bit. Um, and like, what does it mean coming from your truth? And then it kind of opens up the whole can of worms of like, is not everyone's truth subjective? you know, we can't all have the same truth. And the short answer to that, I think, is yes. 
and you can go around and around and around in circles trying to prove that somebody else's perspective is actually not true. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. But I promise that all you'll be doing by trying to prove that is giving yourself a headache. (laughs) Um, I think you only have to look at American politicians to kind of see like the prime example of no you're wrong I'm right no I'm right you're wrong you know and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth um and that being said you know everybody is right in a way morally is everybody right of course not but (laughs) you know it kind of depends on like what gauge you're using um philosophically and like um that also can kind of get into a whole philosophical conversation about right and wrong, which I'm not really trying to do. Um, But if we can't prove that someone is right or wrong, what is the point in defining truth at all? Um, It can't be wholly universal because it means something different to everyone, but I'm not really trying to talk about truth in absolutes. Um, I don't really... I'm not trying to deal in opposites because the second word that comes to mind when you hear truth is probably lie. Our minds want clear definitions. It makes life so much easier for us if we can just like put something, you know, and color code it, you know, this belongs here, this belongs here, organize it in our mind, you know, right, wrong, good, evil, um, You just have to look at history, like empires and institutions have built themselves on defining in absolutes. Wars have been fought on the basis of defining a truth, you know, Um, two different sides thinking that they're right, you know, Um, and trying to prove that. Um, It's in our nature to want, you know, to differentiate uh, two opposite uh, polarities. But in this case, when I talk about truth, what does it mean to embody your truth in the abstract, non-defined, infinite way? I think if we tap into the most inner source of knowledge that we have, we we know in our bodies when something resonates, right? If something is resonating for you, you feel it. And when it feels right, it feels natural, um, easy, whether it be an emotion, a thought, something we like to do, um, ali- an alignment with a particular place, a culture, a person, or an idea. There's usually no resistance to this. Usually it's something that we can just fully embrace or enjoy or not even enjoy but um feel drawn to and your body is so vastly intelligent uh, much more so than your mind uh in in a way the mind as we think of it um not as like the organ controlling our body but like the separate, the ego, like our, our own, um, mind in 
the non-physical sense, if that makes sense. Um, And most of the time, it's our minds that complicate what we know to be true in our bodies. And I think maybe the simplest example I can think of is, you know, when you're attracted to somebody, um, you feel that in your body first before you ever think about it in your mind. Like, oh, should I talk to them or not talk to them? Oh, are they going to like me? Or even when we're with someone, like, oh, are they in love with me? Are they not? You know, what it boils down to is are you attracted to that person in your body? Like, do you, like, do you feel that attraction? Um, and that's something we know, right? That's something that we can know to be true for us in our bodies. So if we want to seek out what is true to us, our truth, um, the first step is to listen to our body. And it sounds, you know, so simple and silly almost and kind of childlike, but that's because it is. Um, The most, like, basic primal way of connecting to ourselves is to listen to our body. You know, like, if you're thirsty, you don't sit there and go, is it it true that I'm thirsty? Like, no, you're going to go get a drink of water. (laughs) Um, But it's funny how, like, the mind can infinitely be distracted and coerced to, like make us think otherwise like oh maybe I'm not thirsty maybe I'm maybe I'm just tired or like you know maybe maybe it's just hot out and like you know like even though we don't necessarily think that like you can kind of see how as an example um our mind can really get the better of like what we know to be true in our bodies um so if we're listening to our body what naturally should follow is intuition And how I define intuition is allowing the mind to trust and follow what the body is communicating. And how many times have you been in situations where your body is making you feel like a certain type of way, like uneasy or off, and you've kind of ignored it and just gone along with the situation like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe this is just me, you know making this into something it's not, or, oh, like, oh, that's kind of weird, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Um, And this is your intuition saying, hey, hi, (laughs) pay attention to me. Um, And if you think back on, like, those times that you felt that, you know, how how did that situation could have played out differently if you trusted what your body was trying to tell you? Um, And I also acknowledge that You know, there are people who are neurodivergent and mentally ill or mentally ill um, and, you know, suffer from different anxieties or PTSD or whatever and so might have kind of an affected barometer when it comes to reading stress in the body, um, especially in, you know, situations or environments with, you know, new people or, um, you know, possibly stressful outside things happening. And, um, you know, as someone who uh, identifies with, you know, mental illness and things, I know it can be really difficult to separate, like, a drama response from what's actually happening in the moment. Um, But I will say that... uh, 
even when like traumatic or anxious feelings arise for me in my body, um, even in situations that are like seemingly unrelated, because we all know that um, if we struggle with anxiety or any of these things, um, that normal situations for normal people uh, (laughs) can be like really stressful or really traumatic for people who um, have, you know, uh, things that they're trying to work on or things that are unresolved or whatever. Um, but for me, I've kind of come to find that, you know, even in the situations where there's no actual like danger or real stress, you know, it's just kind of in my head, what my body is trying to communicate to me is still valid. Like the trauma response that it's having is still valid because it's related to a previous trauma response that it remembers. Um, so in a way, even though like in that moment, the like reaction you may be having isn't like always necessarily true, it's still valid and it is still true for you, if that makes sense. Um, but if you are a normal person and uh, I say normal, like very loosely, um, but I think you get my intention. Um, but if you're a person experiencing, you know, some sort of uneasiness or stress in a situation, uh, that is some sort of truth that your body is trying to communicate to you. Um, so the next time, you know, something like that might happen to you, I really encourage you to lean into that feeling, um, even if it's uncomfortable or even if it's, you know, kind of strange, uh, and kind of trust where that is trying to guide you. And maybe it's specifically about another person, or maybe it's just a conversation that you're like overhearing or an opinion that you've heard, or like even on social media, like sometimes you can scroll through things and they make you feel uncomfortable. Like, what is that trying to tell you about that? You know, what is that bringing up for you or particular environments, you know, making you feel certain kinds of ways? Like what, what might that be guiding you to listen to? And I think uh, the more that you come to recognize that there's a network of intelligence behind every sensation and every feeling that you experience, the easier it will be to tap in and trust these feelings. Okay, so maybe trusting and listening to your body isn't a new concept for you, or maybe you're like me and you're still figuring it out moment to moment. In either case, let's assume uh, that we have now or we can develop a level of trust in our bodies and our own intuition um can we then kind of make the leap and assume that if we trust our inner guidance our bodies that we will then be guided to our truth you know like what that means for us our truth uh would we be better able to discern what that looks like in any given moment if we're more conscious of our physical reactions and the messages that arise from them our mind kind of still wants to box in truth as like a specific yes or no but what if we allow ourselves to let go of this like fixation on this idea that we have to know like what is true universally for everyone or you know like in any given moment like what's true for somebody else because the reality is is we're never going to know what's true for someone else everyone has different perspectives right um what we can only really trust is like what feels true to us and 
live authentically in in the space that we're like naturally guided to um so if we if we trust where we're naturally being guided to what happens then can we like now can can we now show up to the conversation with something to say can we speak without apprehension or fear because we've been subtly guided to this point by our higher selves um can we acknowledge that our bodies know better than we do? I think that concept can be really difficult <laughs> um, as a human to accept because our ego wants us to believe that, you know, the mind knows all, that we have complete control over how we feel and act and say and do in every given moment. But the reality is, is when you feel something, when your body is telling you something, there you can't, you know, you can't turn it off. You can't say no. Um, it's there. And no matter what you say, what your mind wants you to say, if it's conflicting and contrasting with how you're feeling and what your body is telling you um that's kind of creating like this paradox in yourself and you know again I understand that a lot of times you know we can feel like fear or apprehension or resentment or you know all of these different things in situations that we don't necessarily need to feel these things in but if you acknowledge yourself feeling these things in that moment and you create a space to observe these feelings instead of trying to negate them or question them or push them away if you allow the space to feel them and lean into them and really understand what your body is trying, the message it's trying to deliver in that moment, I guarantee that it will make a lot more sense (laughs) in the moment and in the future if it ever happens again. So to kind of dial it back a little bit too, to where uh, we started from, so okay I'm like following my intuition I'm listening to my body you know I'm finding out what feels true to me you know what then um and I really believe truly (laughs) I truly believe that um If you are following, you know, your innermost guidance, you're, you know, you're listening, you're aware, you're conscious of your body and whatever comes up, whatever that means for you, um, you're going to be able to unapologetically be in your own space and um, not hide from it, not try to twist the story, not try to twist your own narrative, you know, 
um, you're going to unapologetically be able to um, express everything that you need to say, express all that you are um, in whatever way that means for you, whatever way you need to show up for yourself. And I think that's the most important thing. And I think that's in this lifetime, really all that we can do, um, you know, to satisfy ourselves is um, show up for ourselves and show up in the truest, most authentic way that we possibly can. And I think this is actually a really nice transition into um, the topic that I mentioned at the beginning that I want to tackle um, next time. And that is um, fear as a gateway to pleasure and pleasure as a foundation on which we can um, manifest and recognize and honor our desires. And I think that a lot of times when we don't understand something, we become afraid of it. And unfortunately, if (laughs) that thing is the feelings that arise in our bodies and, um, you know, even, even in some respects, just in my own personal experience, but if you look at, um, modalities, like Ayurveda or acupuncture, Chinese medicine, all that kind of stuff. Um, the organ systems in your bodies, in in those uh, schools of understanding, relate directly to emotions and the way that our bodies process them. So I would encourage everybody to... Um, do your own research on that as you feel called to do because there's so many uh, thousands of years of knowledge of you know and research and um, medicine around uh, you know the intelligence of our bodies that goes far beyond what western medicine tries to um, treat and understand when it comes to um negative feelings, illnesses, uh, mental illnesses, all those kinds of things. So, um, yeah, (laughs) I think this is a good place to kind of end it on. Um, I hope that, you know, everybody has a good restful week. (laughs) Um, I know here at least where I am, you know, things are kind of feeling a little bit less weird than they were, but then in some ways they feel even more weird. And I think that's a universal collective thing that we're experiencing right now. So I wish everybody peace and rest in uh, wherever you are.